If you're a more energetically sensitive, creative, or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Long Stokes, is a business and marketing podcast where we uncover the roadblocks that most energetically sensitive entrepreneurs and creatives face on their journey to success and how to move past these blocks to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Anna Long Stokes, and I am so glad that you are tuning in today. This episode's coming at you just a wee bit later than I had wanted to. We have a lot of family in town and house construction going on. And I'm literally just always running around the house trying to find a quiet place to do my sessions and record my meditations. I'm fine meditating in the chaos. I've been doing that for years. However, it can be hard when you're working with beginning meditation students and helping them get their space. And then there's like excessive hammering in the background. So not the most ideal um, conditions for creation, especially audio creation this last week, but things should be settling down a bit. Next week, we will be in Barcelona. We're going to be in Barcelona for a month. So I am so excited about what that's going to do for my creativity and what that's going to do for um, my podcasts and I just find when I travel, there's so much idea stimulation that happens in my space, in my energy body. I talk about this a little bit in my book, The Girl's Guide to Traveling the World. Pick up your copy if you haven't yet. (laughs) You can pick it up on Amazon if you are someone who wants to travel the world and you're not sure how to get started or if you have a budget for it. I talk a lot about my story in there. And I interview women from all over the world who have made their travel dreams come true. But one of the things that I talk about is how travel gets energy and movement and stimulates the growth and possibilities. So I'm really excited to see what is going to be uncovered when I am in Barcelona. So I will keep you updated. But today's episode is going to be a little bit fun. I wanted to talk with you about the difference between teachers, gurus, and guides. I feel like this topic has been a little bit stimulated or lit up for myself recently as I think about relationships that I've had in the past to teachers, gurus, gurus, and guides, relationships I have had to my clients, And the reason I thought it would be illuminating to talk about this on the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast is because as an empath, you are sensitive to energy. And as an empath, there will be times in life, well, whether you're an empath or not, that you're going to be hiring or um, essentially signing up to work with teachers or maybe accidentally working with a guru or... um, maybe not even accidentally, maybe gurus are your thing. And then there are are other times um, there are going to be guides who come in and out of your life. And so I wanted to talk about this because there is what people call themselves and then there is the energy of 
where they're working from. So you might have someone, I see this a lot in the spiritual teaching community. You might have somebody who um, talks about themselves as a guide or a teacher, but they are running a lot of energy that is of a guru. And I, as an empath, I want you to have full awareness of the energy you're signing up for when you work with people. And I'm moving into a time here. I've got some podcast episode ideas that are in the works, in the making, that have a lot to do with you as an empathic entrepreneur. Not so much general energy concepts, but a little bit more about like business building and getting through the energy. So I'm really excited to share that. But I think before we kind of begin to deep dive into that through the month of October, I think it's important that we talk about teachers, gurus, and guides. Okay, so let's start with the first one. Teachers, what is a teacher? You're like, Anna, duh, I know what a teacher is. Well, a teacher is someone who imparts information and knowledge. So you could have a teacher for woodworking. You could have a teacher for spirituality. You could have a teacher for math. But the primary goal of a teacher is to impart information. There is something as well that people don't talk about as much, which is something I see a lot in the teaching space, in the psychic teaching space or the spirituality teaching space, is that teachers also hold space for others. This is something that leaders do as well. Um, What does it mean to hold space for others? When I think of holding space for others, I think of holding an energetic container for one's experiences. So for instance, I do energy mentorship with empaths who are interested in navigating their empathic abilities. And for all intents and purposes, they could think I'm just reading off a sheet of paper and saying, okay, do this, do that. This is how you work this tool. This is how you work that tool. But in reality, I'm holding an energetic space that allows them to have a more successful integration of their energetic tools. And I do that through holding space, which is a more advanced psychic concept and something that is a certain space you hold as a psychic teacher. But even if you're not a psychic teacher and you're just a regular teacher and you're good at it, you are definitely, without even necessarily knowing it, holding space for your classroom holding space for your students. So when I say that teachers impart information, of course, it doesn't end there. But what you can expect to receive from a teacher is information. Okay, now let's talk about gurus for a minute. Um, Honestly, I just like, I hate even saying the word guru. It makes me kind of angry. It makes me cringe. It is an energy that I have been repelled by most of my life. There have been moments where I've come in and out of having an attraction to somebody who is a guru or who runs guru energy. Gurus are people who have your answers. That's the easiest way to say it. They might not position themselves as someone who has your answers. They might 
be a little more sophisticated or manipulative or conniving in how they go about it, but they tend to be people who have your answers. Okay, so how is that different than a teacher? Well, a teacher imparts information. What you do with that information is ultimately up to you. Gurus, on the other hand, when I think of the difference between teachers and gurus, gurus, they give you your answers. And there's kind of the expectation that, well, I gave you the answer, do what I told you to do. So you see this a lot in traditional marketing where someone's running guru energy. Could be a woman, could be a man, and they're saying, do this. I, you guys, one of the worst experiences of my life, but also I don't regret it. I don't know. I could probably talk another episode about this. I once paid this guy, kind of a bro marketer, $12,000 for his coaching program. And I was miserable. I lasted a month, although it was really only like a two or three month program anyway. I just couldn't do it. The energy was guru. It was you do it this way, you do it my way. And then for anyone in the group who's failing, he was punishing them. He was saying, well, you're effing up. Like you're, you're failing because you're not doing exactly what I said. So he could never take responsibility for the fact that his system didn't work for anyone. No, that was not the problem. The problem was that they weren't following the system. They weren't following it correctly. Something was wrong with them. Because he gave them the answers. And if his answers didn't work for them, well, that was their fault. That is guru energy. And now that I'm calling it out like that and giving you an example, I am sure you have seen this in a lot of avenues. And these people could be calling themselves teachers. I'm going to teach you how to do this. But what they're really saying is, I'm going to give you my answer. And you know what? Their answer could be great. It might have worked very well for them does not mean it's going to work for you. So that is a guru. A guide, on the other hand, I really like the notion of guides because um, guides may hold space for you. They may receive information and deliver information. They may hold your hand as you implement it. But ultimately, they're not telling you what to do. They're I look at it almost as more of an intuitive role. Someone who is a guide has to have some ability to read energy. This is where I think a lot of empathic business owners tend to be guides for their customers, for their clients. They are guiding them through an experience. Okay, so let's say you're an empathic business owner of a restaurant. So funny, right? Not really. There's so many empathic business owners out there. So you're an empathic business owner of a restaurant. Maybe you are guiding your customers through an experience, through an eating experience that is unlike anything they've had before. Or maybe you are a business coach and you are guiding people through the process of cultivating their talents and packaging their talents so that they can receive monetary compensation. Let's see here. What are some other examples of guides that are coming up for this group listening to the podcast? Artists. A lot of artists are guides. A lot of artists, you know, they get a lot of fulfillment from doing their work and then they want to teach others. But in a way, 
there's only so much information sharing that can happen with art. So a lot of it is guidance and holding space as people uncover their own innate skills in their art form or whatever medium it is that they work in. So it's a little bit different than teachers, maybe a little bit less imparting of information, definitely different different than gurus. The guides are not telling people their answers and punishing them when they don't listen. Um, guides are something unique in and of themselves. So I'm bringing this up in this podcast today because I think it's a very healing discussion to be had, even if it's just a discussion between you and your head and me in this podcast. But to peel back the layers of your experiences in life, of teachers you've hired, coaches you've hired, classes you've taken, and thinking about the people that were imparting knowledge on you. Were they teachers? Were they gurus? Or were they guides? And what worked for you and what didn't work for you? I find that not everybody likes to have a guide. Some people really like to have a guru. But what I have noticed is that a lot of the more energetically sensitive entrepreneurs I come across don't end up doing well with gurus in the long run. They might be attracted with the shiny object syndrome of whatever the guru is promising, but at the end of the day, the system fails them. Because if you are an energetically sensitive entrepreneur, I'm sorry, but someone else's system is not going to work for you. Someone else could give guidance to you. They could give information to you. But someone else's system to be done exactly how it needs to be done, the way the guru says it needs to be done, is, I mean, it's not going to work for you. If it does, let me know. Email me. Say, Anna, I have a guru. It worked for me. But I'm bringing this up because I want you as an energetically sensitive entrepreneur to have some awareness moving forward when you are hiring individuals. Are you hiring gurus or are you hiring guides or are you paying for a course and this person is a teacher? I I think that even listening to this podcast and having it put this way and thinking about it as you move forward in the decisions you make with who you hire for support in your future is going to help you determine what's best for you. So think about your past. And then bring this forward into your future. Do you work best with teachers, gurus, or guides? Or are there certain elements where one really works for you and one doesn't? Like maybe you like a guru when it comes to your health, but maybe when it comes to your business, you like a teacher. And then when it comes to your spirituality, you need a guide. So just becoming more aware of what your needs are as an energetically sensitive entrepreneur is going to be very beneficial for you moving forward as you go on to either create your business or to sustain a business that you already have. This is also important for me. This distinction was one I had to come to on my own when I realized that there are teachers I have hired in the past who weren't really teachers. They were gurus and Ultimately, it never ended up sitting right with me. Um, There were teachers I've had in the past who were actually guides, and the relationship maybe was a lot deeper, and I personally got a lot more out of it. So this is important for me when I think back 
on my relationship with those who I have let into my life, let into my sacred circle of business building. Because as an energetically sensitive person, um, it really is quite intimate to let someone in to your business. So it's important to think about this. As a business consultant, an intuitive business consultant, a clairvoyant business strategist, whatever I call myself, depending on the day, like ultimately I am a guide and I receive information and relay information. When I work with people in their businesses, I can certainly make strategic decisions based on all the companies I've run and what's worked for me and what hasn't. But at the end of the day, I am working with energetically sensitive individuals who on some level are very aware of what it is that they need. Even if they need help cutting through the chaos or getting clarity, on some level they they know what sits right with them and what doesn't. And kind of that bird's eye view approach of knowing what you're getting into before you buy. Is this a teacher, a guru, or a guide? Read the energy of it for yourself and then decide if it's worth it to you to move forward. I don't even want to tell you how much money I've spent on gurus in the past. And it's always that I think I'm hiring a guide or I think I'm hiring a teacher. My body knows the signs were there, but what do I end up with? I end up with another fucking guru, excuse my language, who says, do it my way, do it my way. And it doesn't work for me. I can't, I literally can't bring myself to do the things they're telling me to do. Cause if they don't feel right to me, they don't feel right to me. And you know, that's something we talk about in my empathic entrepreneur course, which I will be kicking off again soon, hopefully in the new year is what I'm shooting for. But a lot of it is around like, where is the resistance coming from? So when I hired these gurus and that resistance came up, where was it coming from? Well, it was coming up from that part of me that said, this isn't right for me. Now there's other times resistance comes up and I have a whole podcast on this. One of the earlier episodes where I talk about how resistance is um, something that's signaling where your next step is and that's something you're uncomfortable with. But sometimes resistance is just, this isn't the right energy. This isn't the energy I want to be in. So I resist it, which is really common for empathic entrepreneurs. They get that gut feeling or some level of knowingness or awareness that something isn't right for them. The problem is they don't always listen to it. And then they end up spending $12,000 on gurus (laughs) like I did that one time. Okay, so that's really all I have for you today. I wanted to bop in here real quick, talk about the teachers, gurus, and guides, and just begin to set the stage for something fun that we're moving into in October, which is diving a little deeper into businessy stuff some of the businessy stuff and the energetics of entrepreneurship. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening in. And as always, if you have any thoughts or anything you want to share with me, feel free to reach out to me at hi at analongstokes.com. That's hi at analongstokes.com. And you can also check out more resources, including my free training on figuring out your empath type. And that is at www.empathicentrepreneur.com. Have a whole little video course. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be keeping that up. It's free for now. It's on my website. 
but I might be phasing that out soon. Just read in the energy. So if you want to get in on that before it's gone, I recommend that you check that out. Okay, everybody have a good day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Longstokes. For more information on these and many other topics or to contact me for a consultation, please visit www.empathicpreneur.com. That's empathicpreneur.com. Or check out the show notes for direct links. And hey, if you like this podcast, please remember to take a minute to leave a review and to share with a friend. Until next time, keep creating. Thank you.